This episode is brought to you by Kendall and Hyde, makers of leather satchels, boots, and belts built to last a lifetime. Two if you count the cows. Visit kendallandhyde.com slash madcast and use the promo code madcast to receive 15% off your order. Welcome to the best debate in the universe, the only debate show where I argue both sides of an issue and you decide which side is more persuasive. I'm your host, Maddox. With me is Sean, the audio engineer. Hello, Maddox. And special guest today, Joe Hansen. Hey, what's up? Joe, from the Joe Goes Show. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. Joe and I go back. He has a very funny YouTube channel. Uh, You had had one of your videos recently blow up. You went to a Trump rally. Yep, Donald Trump rally. Uh Uh-huh, and interviewed a bunch of people. And then you you also did a video at the AVN Awards. Tell me about that. I did. It was fun. I, I took a picture of my dick on my phone, and I had porn stars review it. What, what was their rating? What did they say about it? It was like a solid B+. Plus. It, it, was it really yours? Like, did you actually take a picture of it? It was, yes. Oh my gosh, B+. Plus. Yeah. That's pretty impressive for porn stars, I think, because yeah. they see a lot. And there was one who definitely had seen a lot who was like, I hate it. What, uh, guy or girl? I can't tell who, what, oh. you, <laughs> what, what your affect is. It was, it was a girl, but she, she, was, she maybe was not used to being with white guys, and, and so therefore... Uh, you know, give it a negative review. Oh, interesting. You know. Okay. Is that the reason she gave? I, that, that's what I'm choosing to believe. Oh. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, so that was fun. I also tried virtual reality porn. How was that? Because oh, I mean, boy, we're going to spend the whole fucking show I, on this. Yeah, we're all, <laughs> this is my dream. My dream is actually becoming a reality because I, my very good friend, Ella Darling, is the foremost person in VR porn right now. She has a VR company. Uh, she's doing VR porn now. She was on the, she, the, uh, the old show a long time ago, and the stuff sounds amazing. How was your experience? Uh, that was my first time doing virtual reality in general. So I was like blown away by how it felt like you were in a different world. Right. But it also felt kind of weird because it's like, uh, I was there with, uh, it was, they actually created the actual porn stars in the game. So this one looked just like Lexi Bell. Do you know Lexi Bell? I no. Tell me about her. Don't look at, <laughs> don't look at me for the answer, <laughs> Sean. You know Lexi Bell. Okay, so uh, for the for the listener, let's explain who Lexi Bell is. She's a porn star. Okay, there you <laughs> perfect. Bra- bravo. Yeah. So so you know it, it. So it's like cool, but but then like, and you can adjust the boob size. You can make her boobs go from small to large. You can you can adjust Wait, the butt size in video. You can do this mm-hmm. in video. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. This is this is. This is like the next breakthrough in human evolution. Well, so then what? So she gets railed by a guy with like your head? <laughs> no, but you, you're, it's POV. It's POV. So okay. you're doing it first person. But it's weird because I felt like, so what happens next? Like, am I supposed to like jerk off with yeah, the VR that's... gloves on? Like, oh. it's like. You had gloves on? Yeah, yeah. You have the gloves and then you have the headset. Right. And, and, and like, you can put her in different poses. You can put her in like giving you a blowjob pose and you can make her bend over to take a doggy style pose but i just felt like okay cool but what am i supposed to do now well how do you make it how do you make it feel different <laughs> yeah it, it, it's just uh, uh okay. it must just Cre- be a, creeper, a creepers, creepers, yeah creeper, one, creeper one and creeper two i'm asking this for you <laughs> now i know sean believe me my i have gone through that mental process i know this very well i know exactly what i would do and it involves masturbating <laughs> anyway, uh, but moving on, I I, I was can actually I say, can I say one more yeah, thing? Yeah, please. Uh, just just I forgot to say this about about showing my penis to porn stars in a picture. Right. I did get one negative piece of criticism, which is, which is that I should shave, that I should trim. Oh right, manscaping. Do you do that, Maddox? Uh, you know what? I, it depends on the girl. If I'm <laughs> if I'm dating a girl for you know, I've had some girls who are very into the hirsute look, and then some say, yeah, uh, dude, just uh, take a weed weed whacker down to that. 
nether region. <laughs> so it just, it just depends. I have no preference, personally, because I'm not looking at it. <laughs> My head's not down there very often. Right. Like, only a couple times a day. Anyway, I was just at E3. <laughs> E3 just wrapped up. You're like part bloodhound or something? <laughs> I, I try. Flexible. Yeah, I, the, I best, the best pubes in the universe. You bet. I almost sold them a long time ago. I was going to make it a giveaway on my website around Christmas time and have a li- very limited edition and sell my pubes on pins. I would laminate them onto pins and you know sell them to people. Mm-hmm. O- onto pins? Pins, pins, yeah, that you would wear on yourself. Oh, okay. Like buttons, I guess, button pins. Yeah. So gotcha. Father's Day is coming up. Father's Day is coming up. Gift. So instead of a corsage, <laughs> yeah. you can wear your pubes. Yeah, for uh, like fucking, homecoming or something. That is awful. It's, it's great for homecoming. Mm. Uh, and no. they might match the dress. They might match the tux. So I, that, that's true. <laughs> depends on depends on before or after. But so I was just at E3 last week, and my friend tried the VR porn experience for the first time, and he said that he said that uh, his friends were busting on him because while he was in it, he was looking around the room and he was like, "Oh wow, that's that's a really nice TV they have. This is a really nice place." And he was kind of observing things about the room rather than the porn that was going on in front of him. <laughs> and it was like almost like an a, an afterthought for him. He's like, "Oh yeah, and there's two people fucking, but that's a really nice TV set they have over there. Wow, this is a really nice room." Sounds, Sounds like he got a lot out of it. They call that a technophile. That uh, yeah. Sounds right. Well, there's worse types of files to be. So this is true. Uh, move, moving on, guys. From last week, I have the vote is in. So this is the third episode of the show. The first episode of the show didn't quite stick to the format because the site was still being developed. But the conceit of the show is to see if people's minds get changed before and after hearing an argument. And this is the first time it actually works, guys. Listen to this. The vote from last week for the question, should terminally ill patients have the right to die on their own terms? Before hearing the debate, 93% said yes. And after hearing the debate, 78% said yes. That's substantial. Yeah. Mm. What if the first people died? <laughs> in, the, in between the time it took for them to finish the podcast, Sean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's uh, my statistics re- reflect that, Sean. Yeah, I, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> Ass. Uh, so that's anyway. substantial, though. It is substantial. Yeah, 22% said no I actually after the fact. I saw that and I was like, oh, it worked. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> it's pretty fascinating. I, I like seeing this experiment play through. So before we go on, I received some voicemail from last week. Here's the first one. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox. Just listened to the new episode of your podcast. I noticed a pretty big problem. In the first half of the episode, it seemed like you were totally for euthanasia. In the second half of the episode completely backflipped. Totally contradicted yourself. Yeah. The fucking idiot. Weird. Anyway, that's my complaint. If you want to you know, fix me up, my shirt is a size small, size medium. Okay, you're not getting a free shirt. I can give you my address in Australia. No. He got right. that part right. Yeah, Thank he's you. not getting a free t-shirt. A lot of people called in thinking they are going to get free t-shirts. Yeah, it's weird that um, <laughs> the first half of the show, I made an argument for the Right to Die Act. And then the second half of the show, I contradicted myself. Hmm, weird. Why would I do that in a debate show where I debate myself, shithead? I have no idea. <laughs> oh my god, it's like it's almost like the whole point of the fucking show. Did you not <laughs> hear the first the, the intro to it when I explained what we're doing here? Is it still a mystery? The hey, best debate. Yeah, I got a complaint about the show. <laughs> you're yes, just, Joe. You're just talking into a microphone. Oh, do you think he was being sarcastic? I don't think so. <laughs> He sounded. Uh, he could be. That's pretty fucking dry. If he was being sarcastic. No, because he has the idiot drawl. 
And this is what oh, I, this God, is my, really? this is my tell when I'm hearing an idiot. This is almost as good as the pedo smile. Oh yeah. Uh, the pedo smile, which yeah. I coined and they actually have, they actually mentioned in a scientific paper, this phrase <laughs> that I coined, uh, the pedo smile. They said, well, there might be something to this where pedophiles may be marked by the way they smile. So the drawl, okay. The idiot drawl. It sounds like this. <laughs> okay. That's listen. How all idiots sound to yeah, you. Exactly. And they're all my callers. Listen to this next one. <laughs> I mentioned how tedious it is to turn off a PlayStation 4. I got a bunch of voicemails about this. Listen to this. Yeah, I leave it to Maddox to make turning off a PS4 a six-step procedure. <laughs> Press and hold the PlayStation button. Power off the system. Talk about a slow-headed Luddite. Yeah, I'm the slow-headed Luddite. Real fucking easy. And then I got another one. Listen, They just go on and on. Listen to this one. Hey, Maddox, you were complaining about the number of steps needed to turn off your PlayStation. Let me give you a tip. Get up. Walk over to the PlayStation mm-hmm. and press the power button located on the front of the console. Mm-hmm. Whether you're using a PS1, a PS2, PS3, or PS4, all of them have one. Mm-hmm. Now I know what you're about to say. Hey, shithead, <laughs> pressing the power button puts it into sleep mode. You're right. Pressing it once puts it into sleep mode, but holding it down turns it off completely. Oh. true ever since the PS2. Wow. You're welcome. Oh, thanks for the tip, shithead. Here's the thing. I like him. Jackass, I don't. <laughs> and I'll tell you why, because he's a fucking moron. Here, with certain video games, if you turn off the PlayStation without properly shutting it off and exiting to the main menu, it corrupts your save file. And on games like Dark Souls, I think Dark Souls 2 and Dark Souls 3, they even had some measures put in place that if you quit a game like that, the game would see it as you turning the system off or unplugging the internet, and it would penalize you potentially for cheating. Really? Yes. So you can't turn off a game like that. You have to go through the steps. And I, ha- I even had some some moron on Twitter send take a video of him turning his PlayStation off. He goes, look, it's so simple, Maddox. You just press his button. And then he went through the menu items. There are 10 menu items. He, hold, he held down the main menu button, right? He didn't exit to the main screen like he was supposed to. Then you have to scroll past the following menu items. These are from his actual video. First is close application. Second is adjust sound and devices. Third is online status. uh, Fourth, log out of PS4. Fifth, switch user. Sixth, enter rest mode. Seventh, power options. So you have to scroll all the way down past seven menu options, go to power options. But you don't have to select any of them. Well, you have to select power options. You do. You just have to go buy the first six. Yeah. It's a huge amount of effort, it sounds like. It's more than pressing a fucking button like these idiots are saying, Sean. (laughs) You don't know shit, Sean. Yeah. Instead of playing video games, I went outside and developed a personality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bad one. <laughs> hey, it's a personality. Uh, you got me there. <laughs> so then once you once you finally get to the power options, right? Like, I, I, I feel like I'm thirsty because it's taking me so long. I'm walking through a desert to get to this fucking menu, this oasis of turning off my PlayStation. Then you have to go through three more options. First is enter rest mode. Second is turn off PS4. And the last one is restart PS4. How many decisions do you have to make? Ten decisions you have to make every time you want to turn off your PlayStation. Inefficient. Yeah, idiots. Here's another one. It was about uh, Rucka. Last uh, last week, Rucka Rucka Ali was on. He was cool. Yeah, here's uh, here's what he said. Maddox, you fuck. You brought someone on your show like Rucka. It already has more content for his fucking album than you do for your book, you jackass. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, how would you know that? Because you haven't seen it. No one has except me, and it's brilliant. There's plenty of pages to my book that are finished. It's almost finished. They're good pages. Actually, they're good. They're the best pages. They're <laughs> using the, the best words. The pages I have are better than any pages you've ever seen. Bigly. People tell me all the time that they love my pages. 
moving on. I got, uh, I'll do one more. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox. <laughs> I'm one of your fans. I told you the idiot draw. Um, I was just thinking, you know, instead of maybe debating the right to die act, you should have maybe um debated whether or not patients have the right to die. Um, I don't think that California oh my gosh. is representing God. the entire world. Is he just doing and, you? Um, no, he's doing him. All of the patients with a um, terminal <laughs> illness. Um, uh. <laughs> cuts off. Brilliant voicemail. No, I'm going to say something, though. Yeah. That guy could have had a serious medical condition, in all seriousness. He could oh, have had yeah. a, some kind of a stroke or a brain lesion. May- like- maybe. And if that's the case... Apologies for the uh, callousness right. with which I handled that but if voicemail. He, if he just smoked himself retarded, no apologies. <laughs> there you go, Sean. I, and, and that may be the case. Most of my listeners, I think, are high when they call in. They sound like they're just waking up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They sound like they just woke up. I have a, you know what, guys? So sometimes when I debate these issues, I debate both sides of it, and it sounds like I'm contradicting myself, and no one really knows where I stand. I'll tell you where I stand on the patient right to die act, right? Now, the argument against was so persuasive that 22% said no after the fact. It was only 7% before. Uh, Here's what I truly believe. I think the law should be loosened up a bit. I think it's a good law. There needs to be safeguards against doctors who make mistakes. So if a doctor gives you a time limit and then a new drug is discovered, the doctor's not liable for that. Like yeah. if, doc- if the doctor says, hey, man, you got six months and then four months into it, you uh, you off yourself, then a drug comes out immediately after, the doctor shouldn't be liable for that. I agree. And lethal patient drugs, I think, should be completely subsidized so that no company has a financial incentive for a patient to choose this option. Though That's my actual position. There you go. Brilliant. Pragmatic. The most pragmatic man in the universe. You did a good job. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. You, because you brought up a couple of points that I hadn't thought of on that. Because, uh, you know, I'm, I think I came out pretty much and said uh, I'm completely... I think for it. I'm completely for it. Right. Yeah, I think if, you're, if your quality of life is just nil... And it's not worth it to you to be alive any longer. I don't see any problem with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the whole conceit of the show, guys. Hopefully, it will open your mind to other sides of a debate that you might not have considered. Because I think that people a lot of times are very staunchly set in their ways. So if you hear something that it, that may persuade you on the other side, that's the mission of the show. And I like the show because this is like if Gollum had a podcast. You're like Gollum and Smeagol representing two opposite <laughs> opinions. <laughs> There you go. Except I don't have a ring. No one's giving me any rings. <laughs> I should have a guest proposed to me on the show. Aren't you Armenian? Shouldn't you have like a shitload of rings? You know what? Fuck you, Sean. That's a fucking stereotype, okay, shithead? <laughs> yeah, and it may be true, but the, I have no rings. I can never wear cologne because that's an Armenian stereotype. They all wear cologne. Right. And I can never wear gold. I can never drive a Mercedes. These are all things I can't do because of the fucking stereotypes. And you know what, Sean? What? You're going to love this, shithead, uh-huh. because I wore a tracksuit one time. And oh, it looked wow. good on me. And I thought, fuck, I can never wear a tracksuit because it's another stereotype. I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Here's one for, here's a deep Armenian stereotype. Only okay. only Armenians will know what I'm talking about here. But uh, Armenians never use their dishwasher. Uh, their, their parents, their moms never use their dishwasher. And they only put Tupperware in there. Except it's not Tupperware. It's old, like, used butter containers. That's that, yeah. It's a weird thing. That's and, all they. That's all they use the dishwasher for. I thought it was just my mom growing up that didn't use the dishwasher, and it was full of butter containers that were Tupperware. And then I received this like top ten stereotypes of Armenians a long time ago. 
uh, forwarded to me. And I saw this in there and I'm, I'm like, oh my God, that's such a specific stereotype. Check this out. There's Italian on my father's side. And, uh, you know, growing up, had an Italian grandmother and go over the house all the time. And then on Family Guy one time, Peter said something like, I'm not going to live like some Italian family with plastic on the furniture. And I went, holy shit, she had plastic on the fucking furniture. I didn't know that was a thing. It's so weird. These like really specific cultural things that get passed down. All our parents were racist. Yeah, they were (laughs) by playing into the stereotypes (laughs) of their own race. Um, All right, guys, moving on. I want to get to the story from this week, except before I do, I need to mention Joe's role on the show. Now, when I have guests, they are the moderators of the debate. Like referees, and they're going to call me out if they if I make a logical fallacy. They have a buzzer sound that they can play, or if you disagree with anything I say, go ahead and play it. Here's what it sounds like. All right, here it is. There it is. There's the buzzer sound, and if you hear it, that means Joe disagreed with something I said and is probably wrong. And by probably, I mean certainly. <laughs> I, I think I'm a. I think I'm a. I think I have very good judgment since I'm currently on a jury for a murder trial. Oh, are you really? Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. Is that true? <laughs> I can't talk about that. <laughs> That's true? It is true. It is true. Wow. Yeah, he's on a jury right now. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was, gr- I was grilling him too before the show, Sean. He didn't say <laughs> shit. Really, yeah. really kept to that oath. Because no, anybody man. who's seen my Jogo's videos know I have excellent judgment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're here on this podcast, so clearly. <laughs> All right, guys. Last week, a two-year-old boy was killed by an alligator at Walt Disney World. That was sad. Yeah. This is according to Romper.com. It says, so here's what actually happened on Tuesday evening. According to eyewitnesses, reports, and Orange County Sheriff Jerry Demings, the little boy was splashing around while his sister was resting in her playpen nearby. The seven to eight foot alligator seized him, and both parents rushed in to save their child. The father actually wrestled the gator in a frantic attempt to save his son, but was unsuccessful. So that's the story, guys. That's what happened. An alligator snatched a boy right off the beach. At Disney World. At Disney World, yeah. At the Disney World Resort in in Florida. I can't wait to make jokes about this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The jokes write themselves, Joe. We don't even have to. Such a hilarious story. (laughs) Okay, guys. Here are arguments for the human side. Okay, here, you, this is an argument. This is human versus alligator. Yes, Sean. Oh my God, you went a totally different direction than I thought you would. <laughs> what thing? What direction? What else could I have taken this in? What did you think? Like, is Disney World liable for this? Oh, yeah, that would have made a lot Are, of sense. Is it, is it the parents' fault? <laughs> yeah, you know what, Sean? We, maybe we'll get to those. Maybe not. I, I'm arguing on behalf of the gators and on behalf of the humans because I feel like I have the perspective of both. Okay. Yeah. Well, I like this way so much better. <laughs> Thank you. Brilliant. On behalf of the humans, guys, anytime a human child is eaten by a gator, it's tragic. Right? We can all agree on that. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, that's true. I'm going to actually cede that point to you. It is not always tragic. I mean, I travel a lot. I've been on a lot of planes, and some of these kids are really, really annoying. Right. I tripped a kid once. Well, I tried to trip this kid on an airplane. (laughs) This little fucker. Okay. Too quick, a, too quick for you, was he? Oh, the, oh, it be, even worse than that, Sean. This little shit, this chubby chucker, this this chubby cheek motherfucker. Okay, <laughs> this kid. The entire flight, it was a transatlantic flight, right? I think I was coming back from Hong Kong or something, and this kid was like stomping his feet into the back of the chair. Thankfully, not mine. It was one row over, but he was sitting there traveling with his grandma, who just seemed completely helpless to control or discipline this this little monster. So he was stomping and stomping, and finally, the attendant came down and asked us what we wanted to eat. And the options were chicken or steak. And the kid said, 
I want a lemon cookie. And she said, um, I don't think we have lemon cookies. Is there anything else you'd lo- you'd want? Maybe chicken or steak? <laughs> the kid said, I want a lemon cookie and a Sprite. And she said, we don't have Sprite. We have Sierra Mist. And I'll check in the back and see if we have a lemon cookie for you. Because the kid kept asking and badgering her. So she comes back 10 minutes later. She said, look, I looked everywhere. This is the only cookie we have. It was like some kind of just a, a shortbread cookie, right? The kid said, I want lemon cookies. She said, I'm sorry, we don't have lemon cookie. And the kid started screaming. I thought, this is the the worst human I've ever seen in my life. This is a great parent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe the parents aren't even, even in the picture because he was traveling with his grandma. Could be. Yeah. What a burden. So this kid, right, the, the lights turned off in the airplane, and all the passengers are trying to go to sleep. And this kid gets up out of his seat and starts running up and down the aisle. Running, running, running. And I'm sitting there in the aisle seat, right? And I thought, I'm going to pretend to be asleep. And when he runs by... Your foot you know, comes out. Yeah, I'm going to stick yeah. my foot out and trip this fucker. You know what? I have no problem with that. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're protected because it's like you were sleeping. You had no control. Yeah, I had no control. Sorry, mm-hmm. my foot just came out. And I had all these fantasies where he would like fall and get a rash on his knee or his elbow. Right and on his face. Right on his fucking... Rug burn, right? Nice stripe right oh, in the center of his face. Probably bounce off those chubby cheeks. So how, this old, little, how old was he? Uh, he seemed like he was... He seemed like he was a big eight-year-old. Like, if you... Wait, 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 he was that old? Yeah, he was, a, he was like an eight-year-old kid. Mm. Oh, you can punch an eight-year-old. Right, they're almost adults. <laughs> Pretty much. Some he, of them are married at that age. He looked like, yeah, yeah he looked like, in Utah, he, he looked oh, like... Oh, oh. <laughs> he looked I was like, thinking uh, <laughs> it was a third-world country, but yeah, Utah. Oh, Alabama then. Oh, God. So <laughs> he looked like he was, he, he would be like a 14-year-old kid, but he's actually eight, you know, one of those. So anyway, I stuck my foot out, and he's running by, and he stomps on my foot. Oh! Wow. I was livid. I was so <laughs> furious. I probably would have punched him if he didn't keep running. Anyway, that's the end of that story. So the kid won. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know, Joe. I don't know that he wasn't eaten by a gator. <laughs> so to wrap it back to the to the story, maybe 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 karma got him, and he, he and by karma, I mean an actual gator. Mm-hmm. You know, so sometimes it is funny when gators eat kids, but not in this case, right? because this one's tragic. Right? Are we... In agreement that it's tragic? This one, Joe. Yes. yes. Yeah, Get your hand yes. off that buzzer. All right. Um, so I think the responsibility here lies squarely on the shoulders of Disney. It's according to News10.com. So wait, you are going this direction. Well, yeah, I think that, yeah, I think that Disney's culpable here. Okay, but yeah. I thought it was the gator versus the kid. Well, the gator versus the human side. And on the human side here, the responsibility okay. is, on, is on Disney's part. I'm just keeping you honest. Thanks. <laughs> so this is according to News10.com. Uh, according to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, May and June are typically mating seasons for alligators. Saunders and Spackman, those are the parents, Saunders and Spackman were shocked they weren't told by the resort. Don't you think that's an important thing? You know, when you when you check into a resort... How are there not signs? Yeah. there. Huh? No, there's got to be signs. There was no swimming signs, but I don't think that there were any signs that no that there were gators and snakes in the, in the fucking pond. Well, they might... Yeah, no swimming... They might have wanted to follow that through with because of this. Because of gators. Because, because it was be- mating season? No, because, because there's, there's gators, gators in Florida year-round. Right. Yeah. So there's gators in these in these pools. Now, when you check into a hotel, don't you think that they should tell you certain information that you should know, like uh, the Wi-Fi password, uh, where the fire exit is, where you can get ice at the vending machine? Oh, and also that there are fucking alligators in our pools. Like, that would be an important thing, I think, to disclose to guests who check in. What's well, a lagoon, right? 
Yeah, it's, it is a lagoon. What, Joe? It is not a lagoon. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, but but had the had had there been an alligator attack before? Had they ever been spotted before by the hotel? Oh, well, according to CNN, actually, only one time. 30 years ago. 1986, and it I read about this. Yeah, I, I don't think it was the same the same place, It was, right. uh, but also in Florida. Well, then no, they would was, have... No- I believe it was at Disney World. Oh, it was at his, Disney World. His older brother and sister saved him. He was eight years old. Well, then there would be no reason to mention it if there hasn't been an attack in 30 years. How, this- how are they supposed to know? You know what, shithead? <laughs> I'm going to buzz you. Cause, just because we haven't had a nuclear attack, like a nuclear bomb dropped in like 50 years, doesn't mean it still isn't a problem. Hey, guys, <laughs> we don't have to mention the, the dangers of radiation. It hasn't happened in 50 years. Chernobyl was like, what, in the 80s? 86. 86 what, same year? Yeah. Holy shit, man. I think they might be connected. 86 was a rough year for kids it and was. people living in Russia. So we should warn everybody that comes here, warning, there might be a nuclear attack. No, but you should warn people about the dangers of radiation, Joe, even though we haven't had a meltdown in, like, what, 30 years or something like that. Uh, <laughs> nonetheless, you should still get warned about it, I think, if you check into a hotel. Just just, just know that we do have gators here, and it did, is a possibility. Did you really research this? I, I did. I, uh, really? So you found no evidence that there were posted signs about gators? Because at beaches in Australia, they say, you know, warning, sharks. Sharks have been sighted, and they have a an outline of a shark. They also say, warning, you're entering Australia. So yeah. you're probably going to die. No, and crocodiles, too. Like places, and this is a resort, so you wouldn't think, but it's it's partially naturally built, isn't it? It's on, like, natural lagoons and stuff. I don't yeah. know. I've never been to Disney World. Yeah, well, according to News10.com, Sean, they didn't see any warnings. They said, this is an actual quote from they, the article. They didn't it's, see any warnings. Yeah, they said they feel Disney should do more to inform guests, such as closing beaches early or putting up alligator warning signs. They saw none. And it I, says, no one told us except two teenagers, Spackwin said, no signs saying there are alligators in the water. So there you go. They were, okay, true. They were still warned, but. By a teenager? Okay. You can't trust anything teenagers say. They're no, horny. Absolutely not. They probably, they probably just say whatever they, whatever gets them off these days. I don't even know. But here's here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. They if, should have Mickey warn them. Oh, there's going to be alligators here. <laughs> but I, I read kid could die. I read that there was a no swimming sign. Yeah, there was a no swimming sign. Yeah. But it, it, they and said were, that, it was like 9:30 at night too. Yeah, it was. It was. And the kid was in the fucking lagoon splashing around. It was dusk, and uh, yeah, it, it was a very dangerous time to be out in the lagoon. Actually, any time apparently because there are gators in there. Now right. we know that. So the the kids were out there playing around in the lagoon, and a gator came up and snatched one of the kids and ran off. Right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and they say there were no signs. They didn't see any signs posted. I mean, how culpable are these parents? They didn't see signs. They didn't. Mm. I mean, may, look, you should not be an idiot when you go to Florida. You should know that Florida is known for alligators being everywhere. But then again, not everybody knows that. Not everybody knows fair. that. To be yeah. fair, I think right. they were from Nebraska or something. I think so. Yeah, it's not well, on look, the parents. I don't think the parents should be <laughs> attacked. For no, this. no, mm. not not attacked. It depends also how far they were, but still. No swimming. They let the kid go swimming. Right. You got you to gotta take a little responsibility there. Disney didn't warn them, guys. End of story. Disney didn't warn them about the gators in Florida. You go on vacation with your family, and you shouldn't expect that one of your children is going to be eaten by gators. I think that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? reasonable. Yeah. Humans, again, this is an argument for the human side. Humans are too weak and need to be protected from gators. Their skin is soft. <laughs> what, Joe? I think wrestlers are pretty strong. You think a wrestler could take a gator? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Which wrestler? The Rock. <laughs> yeah. I don't think The Rock's skin is soft. I think some human beings could take an alligator. Oh, you've thought about The Rock's skin. I have thought about The Rock's skin. Huh. Well. Oh, do go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, moving on, though. 
Disney did try to remedy the situation. Here is a clip from ABC News. This morning, Disney World announcing it will add signs warning of alligators Ooh. after that little boy, two-year-old right. Lane Graves, mm-hmm. was suddenly killed at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort. There you go. Ooh, that's bullshit. Yeah. Disney didn't have signs There's, warning their customers. It's one thing to say no swimming. Right. Because it's like, oh, they don't want you in there. You're going to fuck up whatever's sure. there. It's another thing to not say it's really dangerous to go swimming. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that Disney really has a huge culpability in this. If that's all the information there is, they do have a huge culpability. I think so. This is a huge problem for Disney. The sign's not going to save you. No. Well, the sign's not going to save you. But then again, you know, when I go wading into a pool, I assume there aren't gators in it unless I see a sign specifically saying there are gators in it. If I go to the ocean, I know that that there's a chance that a shark or a stingray or a really hot babe could uh, pounce on me. Right. Probably, probably just the shark and the stingray. Right. Mostly just the hot babes, Joe. You know what? Here. Mostly hot babes. No. No, what? You're buzzing the hot babe thing? I am buzzing the hot babe thing. It's a logical your, fallacy. I'm buzzing your buzz, shithead. That's a logical fallacy. I was told to buzz during <laughs> logical fallacies. Uh, all I'm right. just doing my job. You gotta look up fallacies. All right. Uh, <laughs> here, you, got, you gotta look up logical. <laughs> Maddox Here's, looks up fallacies. See, she, she, <laughs> shut up, Sean. If, if yeah. you, if you only have, Joe's B plus phallus. <laughs> <laughs> that's a solid three out of five. If you would have said, a, uh, you know, an okay girl, then I wouldn't have buzzed you. No, hot babes, Joe. Only hot babes. Mm. The hottest babes. Mm. Pounce on me. They pounce on me. It's sexual assault. <laughs> what? <laughs> it is. Anyway. <laughs> Are you disputing that it's sexual assault? Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Moving on, guys. I think Disney. Look, you go to a public pool and there are lifeguards around. Why weren't there lifeguards at this lagoon with alligators and snakes in it? You have lifeguards at the beach in California where the biggest threat is stubbing your toe on a heroin needle. Why aren't there lifeguards in this fucking lagoon teeming with gators? Well, you're not supposed to be swimming in the lagoon teeming with gators. That's why there's no lifeguards because they don't want you in there. Yeah. I, you know what, Sean? That's sound logic. However, again, uh-huh. the end of the day, there were gators in that pool, and Disney didn't do enough to protect these customers. With the signs. With signs. I agree with you on, on, the, uh, on the signs. Signs can save lives, guys. What Disney could have done is put up signs all around the perimeter, maybe a big fence, and then maybe we would have had this tragedy avoided. I think so. Here's what I think they should have done, right? When you check into this resort in Florida... They should give you, you remember that old movie, Crocodile Dundee? Uh They give you those big ass like Bowie knives, right? right? Mm -hmm. Every customer at this resort, man, woman, and child, gets a Bowie knife. One of those big ass like Rambo knives, right? Right. You know what you do with that knife then? You take the gator out and then you throw away its skin because it's not as good as full grain leather. This episode is brought to you by Kendall and Hyde, makers of leather satchels, boots, and belts built to last a lifetime. Two, if you count the cows. Kendall and Hyde was born out of passion for leather and a desire to replicate classic designs from the 1920s that would not just stand the test of time, but also be functional for modern daily carrying needs. Guys, these boots are amazing. I I received some email from people who bought these boots for Father's Day, and the reception has been overwhelming so far. People are really impressed with the quality of these boots. Here's what I want to say. I don't think I made it clear last time. I want to make it clear. Joe, do you wear any leather products? Belts. Then this yeah. is for you, buddy, because okay. you'll get 15% off with the discount code. They use full grain leather. 
Now, this is what I didn't understand. There's a difference between full-grain leather and genuine leather. Did you know that? No. All right. So, full-grain leather is made from the outermost surface of the hide. Cheaper boots won't last as long because they're not made of the full-grain leather. It's actually an important distinction because when you get leather products, you look for full-grain and not just genuine leather because genuine is not the same as full-grain. It's the strongest and most valuable part of the hide and most complete form of the leather available. And guys, here's how their guarantee works. If something breaks during your lifetime, send it back and they'll fix it. If you manage to wear it out beyond repair in your lifetime, they'll replace the product. That's a fantastic guarantee. And Madcast listeners get an exclusive 15% off their entire order by going to kendallhide.com slash madcast. Again, that's kendallhide.com slash madcast. I'll link to it on the website. Thank you, Kendall and Hyde, for sponsoring the show. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you for everyone who's purchased some products for their fathers for Father's Day. Send me an email. Send me a message on Twitter. Let me know what you guys think of these products. I'm actually curious because I love mine. But moving on, guys. Now, Joe, yeah, it's time for the other side of the debate. Guys, how about some arguments for the gator? Hmm? The main one is that gators are hungry. They have to eat. Gators have a right to eat. In fact, I think there should be a law in favor of the gators, Sean. It's called the Gator's Right to Dine Act. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was called conservation efforts. Well, I, it's apparently not enough. What, Joe? Gators aren't people. This is a slippery slope to making every animal comparable to a person. How, right. Aren't no. they? What are, you, what are you talking about? Gators aren't people, so they, therefore they shouldn't have the same laws that people do. Well, they don't. They don't have the same laws. People don't have a right to dine act. I, this is a law specifically for gators. So, Joe, <laughs> back at you. All right? <laughs> it's, a, it's a right to dine act. We should evaluate a gator for signs of hunger and allow them to dine with dignity. Okay. Don't you, don't you think, Sean? They should also be served in, in all the restaurants that the rest of us can go to. No, don't be silly. <laughs> don't be... What? How can they dine with dignity if they're not wearing any clothes? <laughs> Here's how gators can dine with dignity, Joe. Okay, good que- that's a good question. All right, <laughs> Is Mr. That- Mr. Jokey. Yeah, here's how. You just let them eat. You let them eat in peace because they exist. And when they come after your child, it's nothing personal. Don't freak out. Because the gator's just trying to eat. They don't care if it's a child, a a human child, a baby deer, a fawn, a a serpent, a rabbit. They don't care if it's bum diarrhea. They're just trying to have a meal. You went there. What else could it be? Bum diarrhea? I don't know. Whatever whatever people put into a pond may... may, Oh, okay, what, Joe? I think the gator might not like the bum diarrhea. (laughs) You know what, though? Here's the thing. A gator's palate may be different than a human's. Yeah. Everything else you said, I think the gator would enjoy. Okay, what do bums eat? Donuts? I don't even want to know. I don't Coffee. think it's that good. I don't think it's that good. Slim Jims? I don't think it's mostly no. crack. <laughs> Taco Bell. Taco Bell? So that's going to yeah. come out, and that's definitely going to be diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe gators like that. I don't know. That doesn't sound good. No. But children may be a perfect morsel for gators. Yeah, it's it's the like g- gator veal. Yeah. Yeah. It's the exact size that they like to eat. Gators can't help themselves. Why blame the gator? I, I don't think it's, you know, gators are animals. Of course, I'm not saying that they should have the exact same laws as humans, but gators don't know right from wrong. They're just trying to feed. And in fact, it may be our fault that they're attacking us. Well, you think? Yeah. Here's well, I a mean, clip. it's not, yeah. Yeah. No, nobody's blaming the gator. Oh, really? A lot of people are blaming the gator, Sean, because guess what? They euthanized five of them since this incident. They were trying to find the gator that attacked this kid. Like, what are you going to do? Take him to people's court? You can't. But do those gators want to die? 
Did they choose to die? They did not choose to die. <laughs> Could have. They should have had the right to dine act passed. All right, here's, here's a clip from CNN. Here's what a gator expert says about this. Alligators are more scared of you than you are of them. Uh, if you jumped into water right now, that alligator is going to run from you, not to you. He says when problems do occur, it's usually people who are at fault. The biggest mistake, feeding alligators. Uh-huh. People to blame for this incident, this tragedy. It's people's fault. It is. I'm Team Gator. This is the gator side. But seriously... This isn't a gator problem, guys. It's a human problem. If humans feed gators, they condition them to keep coming to humans for food. That's why gators were in that lagoon in the first place, because people fucking feed these things. Gators can't distinguish food that they should eat from food that they shouldn't because they've never gone to college. They've never studied math. They're not smart like me. Right. Math major. Most of them don't even have their GEDs. What? What, Joe? Are you smart? Yes, I'm smart as hell. Okay. Smartest guy I know. All right. He's got the biggest brain, the best brain. The best brain. It's better than brains you you know, your friends have. <laughs> People tell me all the time they love my brain. Here's what a gator expert says. This is, again, and again, from that CNN clip. And this is why I think that humans are completely to blame here. Gators completely. Exonerated. Ex- yeah, completely exonerated. Here's, here's, what they, here's what they said on CNN. If you feed an alligator one time, you're going to condition that alligator, whether it's one day old or one day away from death, to associate all humans with food. YouTube videos show guests at Disney feeding alligators. In this one, a mother records as her children toss in popcorn. The danger is so serious that feeding alligators in the wild is against Florida law. Huh. Plus it ups the diabetes rate for gators. Oh, (laughs) is that true? Are you making a joke? I don't even know if you're joking. I know. Does, does it really? Gators don't. No, we don't I'm know if they have saying, diabetes. You know, we overeat. Could be. Yeah. You know, I went to I went to New Orleans. A long Most of them can't ago. afford insulin because they're not college educated, too. Yeah, they're not smart like me. I went to uh, New Orleans a long time ago, and I went on one of those swamp tours, and it was cool shit. Uh, you go through the little bayou, and man, that is some. What's that movie? Deliverance, right? Deliverance, where it's kind of like backwater, and you you see people living on the bayou. There were people who lived there with, on the bayou, and let me tell you, I saw a lot of Confederate flags. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember my tour guide, uh, someone asked him, saying, where are they all? Where are all these people? He said, oh, they're, you know, it's daytime on the bayou, so they're drinking, and then they go uh, skeet shooting or they shoot ducks or whatever. That's what they do for a living. A lot of these houses didn't even look like they had uh, telephone or internet. No, they may not. No. Some people live there like they lived 150 years ago. Yeah. It's a really foreign lifestyle to me. Uh, but anyway, guys. Did you hear what they, they said in that clip? It's against the law to feed gators. Right. Yeah, there are YouTube videos of people feeding gators. Feeding them popcorn. Yeah, feeding them popcorn. What, are they at a movie? No. <laughs> they didn't even show them a movie. No. Why? <laughs> that should be a law. Why are these people being prosecuted? That's a serious question. If we have YouTube videos of people breaking the law like this, and it resulted in potentially the death of this child, why aren't those people being prosecuted? Well, I know what you mean. You just conditioned a wild animal to associate people with food. Right. And those people who fed those gators on those YouTube videos, they think it's cute and funny, should be held liable for this on some level. Well, I'm, At sure the very a, least. I'm sure there's a fine if they catch you. Well, I mean, there's YouTube videos. Why aren't they following up on this? Well, they should. They should. I agree. And besides, guys, uh, gators were there first. Uh, this is. I know this sounds like an animal rights argument because essentially it is. When animal rights activists, when anything like this kind of happens, uh, what they like to say is that the animals were there first. They have a right to be there. Humans are encroaching on their territory. Now, I don't fully buy that argument by itself, but this is Florida. 
This is not some place where, you know, humans expanded into some weird wildlife territory without knowing. This is the entire, the entire state is essentially like this. It's teeming with gators. We're developing vacation resorts and wetlands. What do you expect? Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like putting a daycare inside a meat grinder factory. Mm. Occasionally, you're going to grind up a kid. Yeah. You can't ungrind them. But the USDA allows a certain amount of kid in your meat. Actually, <laughs> right? There's a, there a, uh, there a certain tolerance for different like ale, uh, foreign objects and things that are in yeah, your I meat, know. right? Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. So anyway, guys, what, <laughs> what Joe, is that, is that not true? Uh, I think we should, what, what do you think about putting gators on trial? Okay, again, this Nickelodeon bullshit. What do you want to do? What you want to put a gator on time and on trial and what? What well, Joe? How well, would that? How would that trial well, go? From like? a jury of his peers. <laughs> you can't because their arms are too short to raise their right hand and swear to tell the truth. Oh, that's true. And they that's and true. they don't know what a Bible is, and they're not fucking human. Oh, there's that. They can't speak or understand English. You can't reason with a gator. They only understand one thing: the law of fists. <laughs> Pig-headed. Yeah. Pig-headed. They're pig-headed animals. I'm glad I buzzed in. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. That was a very helpful buzz. I appreciate it. Appreciate you taking this topic seriously. So anyway, back to the defense of gators. <laughs> so, so guys, why didn't Disney just install fences, huh? Well, it turns out. Because it looks bad. Oh, yeah. you think so, Sean? I think it's an aesthetic thing. Well, that's a good theory, but... Fences don't even actually work against gators. Listen to this. They'll just go under them? Well, actually, they're even smarter than that. Listen to this. They go over them? <laughs> yes, Joe. They go around them? <laughs> no. <laughs> Some have also wondered why Disney hasn't put up fencing to keep alligators out of its properties. Wire cutters. Von Cannon says he's seen gators climb a chain link fence, something I doubted until I saw this video of a five-foot alligator scaling a backyard fence with no problem. Yeah, uh, this video... It's probably a guy in a costume from uh, Peter Pan <laughs> scaling a fence at Disney World. Just a short, like, five-foot guy scaling a fence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it wasn't, Sean. I saw the video. It was an actual gator. Oh, this yeah. this guy looked like a clever fucker, too. This this gator, he thought he... It almost looked like he was challenging. And did you hear how incredulous the reporter was in that? He said, yeah. something I didn't believe until I actually saw the video. That's true. It's not something you think about them doing. No, but when you say shit like that, like, oh, yeah, show me the video... You sound like a truther. You sound <laughs> uh, like a gator truther. Oh, well, uh, how come we haven't seen the planes hit the Pentagon? Huh? How do we know it actually <laughs> happened? Huh? There's a missile. And then uh, here's a little aside on the fucking 9-11 truther shit real quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, just, I just remember this shitty argument everyone said right around the 9-11 shit. Because of the Pentagon, there right, wasn't, sure. uh, you know, they didn't have video of the plane going in. I thought they did now. Yeah, they do. But the reason they never released that shit at the time was because it was an ongoing criminal investigation. They don't want to taint the jury. That's if what they, they actually... want you to think. <laughs> okay, Sean. So all these people, they you know, these conspiracy sites, they're like, yeah, well, so-and-so here was interviewed, and they said it sounded like a missile. This this person who works at this gas station said it sounded like a missile. Right. How many fucking missiles have you heard, shithead? Yeah. You know the sonic signature of a missile? What are you, an expert? Get out of here. You, don't, you can't tell shit. You don't know the difference between a jet engine and a missile and an airplane. You don't know your ass from an asteroid. <laughs> there you go. Where's it going? Anyway, guys, back to the gator thing. I just want to end on this thing, guys. Look. Oh, wait. This, for, for the fences, yeah. I, I think there's an easy solution. What's that? We need to build a wall oh. between us. Oh, God. And... Oh, damn it, Joe. And the Everglades. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to pay for it. <laughs> and they're going to pay for it. Yeah. 
the gator cartels. Right. <laughs> Look, the, the whole reason I think this alligator story was even in the news as much as it was is because it came right on the heels of that other story where the kid fell into the uh, gorilla pen at the zoo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you remember that? What was sure. that gorilla's name? Har- Harambe? Something like that, yeah. Har- yeah. Hallelujah, Harambe. Harambe, right? Yeah. Uh, this is from CNN about Harambe the gorilla death and investigation. So a lot of people say that uh, the parents should be culpable. I think that. For the gators? For the ga- Look, guys, uh, it's your fucking kid. Yeah, I mean, it's... He fought the gator, though. The father went after the gator. The father went after the gator. He tried. Look, the kid should have never been in there. You can't blame... Obviously, the kid is two years old. I mean, he doesn't know what's going on. But, you know, I mean, were the parents right there? They still shouldn't have... Doesn't absolve them from guilt because they let the kid where he's not supposed to be. Yeah. But, man, I mean... It's easy to jump to conclusions when kids do crazy shit. You turn your back on one for five seconds and they can like fall off a ledge or they climb up on the planter at the mall and crack their head open. But you're about, I see you reaching for that buzzer. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that. reaching for the buzzer shot. Maybe I was going to reach for the dinger, but because you said that. He was reaching oh. for the buzzer. <laughs> Damn it, Joe. <laughs> I think he was. But All right, still, guys. Yeah. The parents should not have allowed him in Well, there. a lot of people called for blood when that happened because the gorilla was shot. The gorilla was killed. Yeah. And now the alligator was killed. Right. Well, they, they think they, they're still doing forensic tests, I guess, to see if they can find evidence that the bite marks match the child, which by the way, the alligator didn't even eat the child. No, he was saving it for later. (laughs) Well, well, they did an autopsy on the child. They found that it died from drowning. Not not from, no, he held him under. Oh, did you think that's what they do? But then why didn't he eat it? Because he got scared off. You think he, the gator got scared off? Oh, yeah, by the by the people jumping in the water, by the dad? Poor gator. I, I think am so. 100% on the side of the gators. The gators win so this debate, I think, Sean. Eat. I mean, sometimes your eyes are bigger than your mouth. <laughs> you ever been to a restaurant, you just order a bunch of food, and then it comes, and you're That's like, true. Oh, Yeah, you're like, God, this. I wish I had an alligator here. That's yeah. true. That's We're true, all going Joe. to Let me hell finish for dinner. this show. <laughs> We're all going to burn in hell for this show. Right. Well, so speaking of, people were calling for blood for these parents who let these uh, the, the kid fall into the, the ape pit and they were going to charge they were going to prosecute the parents because this gorilla was killed right everyone was outraged across yeah. the across the country and here's what it says from CNN it says by all accounts this mother did not act in any way where she presented this child to some harm Hamilton County prosecutor Joseph Dieter said she had three other kids with her and turned her back and if anyone doesn't believe a 3 year old can scamper off very quickly they've never had kids i don't believe that and i've never had kids there you go Yep. So I you think, think they should be charged. What, Joe? Are you sure you've never had kids? No. Actually. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> anyway, guys, that's the debate. This is a, this debate is essentially boils down to humans or gators. Which side are you on? Are, do you think the gators should be assassinated, essentially? That's what we're doing. We're assassinating gators. Anytime this kind of tragedy happens, we just go hunting, what, 5, 10, 50 gators? There's, a, there's only 1.3 million gators in Florida. There are more humans than gators now. Mm-hmm. It's unlike Idaho. In Idaho, there are more cows than humans. Did you know that? No, I didn't. That's a fact. Idaho's boring. There are more sheep than people in New Zealand. Uh, I believe that. New Zealand's a big country. Yeah, it's a good size. Yeah. You got like 20 million sheep or something like that. Maybe more. Yeah, I was there. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. New Zealand, guys. All right, guys. So the debate is humans versus gators. And I want to know if you think the Gators should be completely absolved of this. I think they should. I think the culpability falls on the parents and Disney. The Gators are completely... Or, or if you listen to the first half of the debate, fuck them. Take out all the Gators. Why not? Humans rule. 
Those are, that's the debate. That's what it boils down to. All right, Joe, before we go, again, your YouTube channel is Joe Goes. Yep. And I'll link to that on the website. We actually have a video coming out. Yeah, our video, it's coming out tomorrow. It's called Joe versus Maddox. Yep. And we're both going to be on camera so you can see our beautiful faces. Yeah. And you can see how sweaty and angry I get in person. <laughs> Maddox is going to talk about things he thinks are stupid, and I'm going to defend them no matter what they are and talk about how they're great. Yeah, we'll see about that. Is a special guest going to be Joe's B-plus wiener? Yes. <laughs> yes. It will show up. My hairy, hairy, hairy B-plus wiener. Prepare to rate. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and tune <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, guys, I also actually am, am uh, coming out with my E3 video. It, it'll probably be out by around the same time. So uh, I'll link to that on the, on the website. I'll talk a little bit more. I was going to make an entire E3 episode, but this uh, this got a little top-heavy. All right, guys, that is the best debate in the universe. Tune in next week. A lot more exciting stuff coming up. More announcements about the new podcasts coming to this network. Very big stuff cooking. Thank you, Joe, for being on the show. Thank you, Sean. And most of all, you're welcome. Hey, Maddox. Dick shit. Shit for brains. Shit head. Is it possible for you to respond to people who give you these voice notes without using the word shit? I'm not sure it is. All right, if you're really so fucking smart as you think you are, then here's a challenge for you this week. Bring it. Respond to every voicemail without using the word shit once can you do it i don't think you can by the way has anyone ever told sean to go fuck himself i'm really i'm really not sure so uh in case i haven't go fuck yourself sean thank you and maddox one more thing steve bashimi calls he wants his eyes back yeah real funny real funny real funny voicemail shithead of course i can respond to an entire voicemail without using the word shit but why would i want to because you're such a dipshit you're a shitty person that was a shitty suggestion shithead Here's another one. Hey, Maddox, you're an idiot. You're a big <laughs> fucking stupid dumb asshole, and your feet stink. Fuck you. Also, the t-shirt size is extra large. Yeah, more Thank jokes. You. Real funny. I, I really appreciate these, you know, you guys shit on me, and then you, you expect a free t-shirt. That's never going to happen. That was a bit, all right? And by the way, guys, that call was the douchebag of the week. Oh. Eat shit. You really don't want to give away t-shirts. No. You know what I like about your fans? What's that? You can really feel the love. <laughs> Here's another one. Hey, Maddox. Uh, I'm a scientist. Mm-hmm. This is how I talk. Mm-hmm. Um, after hearing some criticism on your podcast, I did some lab tests and found that your podcast is indeed perfect and without flaw. There you go. Um, that said, my shirt size is okay. size uh, M. Asshole. Um, thank you very much. No. You're not getting a shirt. No one's getting shirts. That's it. Oh, I thought you were buzzing him because you didn't think his shirt size was really M. Like, like you thought it was an XXL. Probably.